you must develop a strategy for when the game piece of disappointment or any not self-emotional energy is felt comes to play. Welcome to Wealthy and Aligned with Human Design, a podcast dedicated to helping you use your energy to attract the energy of money into your life and business. I'm Danielle, a retired registered nurse turned human design expert and mentor. I take time in this podcast to discuss, contemplate, and decode some of the mysteries around our unique energy and around the energy of money. Subscribe to never miss an opportunity to awaken to your true potential and expand your wealth consciousness in life and in business. Now, let's get on with the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast, A New Year 2022. I can hardly believe it has been a full year since I have launched the Wealthy and Aligned program. I am just so grateful for the results that it has given every single one of my Fractaline. And I hope that you all had a wonderful holiday and really truly enjoyed the magic that seems to just come with this time of year. We spent our Christmas at an Airbnb in Las Vegas, and it was the first time since my ex-husband and I divorced eight years ago that our family was all able to be together in the same place, share the same roof, and share the holiday season together. And my oldest, Noah, put it perfectly when he summed up our holiday experience saying that we are really all so lucky to finally be at a place where we all truly enjoy being around one another. Like the kids enjoy being around the parents, the parents enjoy being around the kids, and the parents enjoy being around each other. And the kind of relationship I have now with my family would have never been possible without my deep understanding of human design and, you know, the integration steps that I have taken over these past, well, five years now, a little longer than five years that I've decided I've made a daily choice to live in alignment and allow my energy to guide me. And before I found this human design experiment, I was really going around life, forcing life to happen out of really purely a need to feel in control of my safety, right? Like I needed to feel that if I could do it, if I could make it happen, then that would mean I was safe, And I felt like if I didn't make something happen, or if I didn't put effort into something, I wouldn't be guaranteed any result. And if I couldn't guarantee a result, that meant ultimately that I wasn't safe. And really, I felt like I had to create safety in my life versus allowing safety to be my experience. And I know if I was living a life of force and effort that many of you are right now and you are going through life with expectations 
you know, goals to hit, manifestations that you're trying to bring in, and you are really feeling the burn of your not self. You know, that frustration, anger, disappointment, or, you know, the bitterness for the projector. And you ended last year, 2021, and you are starting this new year, 2022, and thinking that you are trying so hard to do and be all the right things that make you the person who gets you what you want. And you're probably finding yourself sitting in this energy of not self, the disappointment, you know, the anger, the frustration, and the bitterness more than you know you should and more than you want to. So as we closed out the year, I heard from a lot of you that you didn't meet your financial goals and the numbers you expected or wanted to hit just didn't happen. And what I know for sure is that if you didn't hit or exceed your financial goals for yourself, your higher self has a reason. From our limited perspective down here in the human world, we live in the world. We can't understand or grasp why our higher or expanded self would allow us to want something send us on the journey of achieving or manifesting it for ourselves, and then allow us to not get it. And not getting what we want when we want it sends us through the energy of the not self. It can send us through all sorts of low frequency emotions. But for the sake of this podcast, I want to talk specifically about the energy of the not self, because hopefully you can take what I say in this podcast and start your new year understanding your not self theme, the energy around your not self theme in a way that allows you to have grace, compassion, and understanding um, in a different way. So you can just use it and leverage it for yourself in your business and in your life. And often the feeling of disappointment is the underlying emotional energy that accompanies our not self. Disappointment in ourselves, in the universe, in the process we followed. This energy is sent through our aura and we have to decide exactly what we want to do with it. What do we want to do with this not self of disappointment, anger, frustration, bitterness, and how are we going to handle it? So let me start by saying, The not self, like all of the low frequency feelings, are a choice. It is simply an emotional energy that runs through our aura. We can either attach to it or not. And when we attach to a feeling, what we are really doing is agreeing with it. And when we agree with something, that makes it true. When we decide to attach to the feeling of disappointment, frustration, anger, or bitterness, we are basically saying the emotion of not self is true and correct for us. We get to choose to attach to or release any energy we want. We have just never been taught that. We were just taught 
that emotional energy, you know, other people's emotions and our own emotions were actually a very big deal. And that emotional energy we feel actually means something. And that emotions we label as good are okay. And the ones we label as bad are not okay. And we need to avoid those at all costs. This just isn't true. We aren't meant to attach to any emotional energy. The emotional energy that we experience must be felt, moved through, allowed to pass, and detached from. Okay? Disappointment, frustration, anger, or bitterness, it's a choice. When we feel the energy of not self for whatever reason, we are being given an opportunity to understand ourselves in a way we didn't before experiencing that feeling of the not self. And riding the wave of the not self allows us to become more intimate with ourselves. It allows us to really look at our situation through a lens we haven't before. An example of how this shows up in business is like the example I mentioned before. So if you didn't hit the financial goal you set out to hit and the emotion you feel from that result is disappointment, you are in that moment given a choice to attach to the disappointment or to ride the wave of the energy of disappointment, keeping in mind you also have the choice to get off that wave whenever you want. If you choose to ride the wave, you get to look at the energy of disappointment in a whole new way with a whole different perspective. You can see disappointment for what it shows you about yourself. You can ask it questions. You can become curious around why it has shown up for you in the first place. Talk to it. Give it a hug. Welcome it in and then let it go. Experiencing and attaching to a low frequency emotion like disappointment halts your magnetism clouds your decision-making, and ultimately puts you further off course from your goals. Disappointment or any not-self can leave as quickly as it comes if you allow it to. The most successful people in the world have learned to manage their emotional energy and control their thoughts around the emotional energy they experience as a habit. It isn't that they never experience strong, low-frequency emotion. They just know how to handle it when it comes. They expect it to be a part of the game they are playing and develop a strategy of support and guidance through it. People who make it to their goals and who realize their manifestations have not only experienced disappointment or not self-energy, they have mastered how to get through it themselves. 
The goals we set for ourselves are just that, goals. They give us something to strive for, to base our daily decisions on, and set up our daily action steps towards. The goals are the end of a game we are choosing to play. The purpose of a goal isn't to determine if you are good enough, successful enough, or not. It is to guide you through the game you are choosing to play. And think about it. If you're playing a game, any game, like we love to play Uno as a family, we just like, we went all in on the game Uno. It was like the most competition I think we've felt as a family in a really long time. But we enjoyed it. We enjoyed playing the game. It's just like what you're doing now when you set a goal and then you go on your mission to manifest and create that goal for yourself. You're choosing to play the game, including the parts where it turns into the game of like, oh no, now I have to draw five and I already have 10 cards. That must mean I'm going to lose, right? Because it's like we choose to play Uno even though we might lose. We're choosing to still play it. And not self-energy is just a game piece. Just like your feelings of success, surprise, satisfaction, and peace are game pieces for your game of alignment. Disappointment and any other low frequency of not self-emotion are just parts of the game we are playing. And depending on the rules we give this token game piece of not self-energy, we need to learn how to play with it. What if you created the feeling of not self? What if the energy you feel as the not self that you carry was one you created for yourself? So for example, what if disappointment was the feeling you created for yourself as a means to experience or go through something that you knew at a higher level of consciousness would be the way your desired outcome, goal, or manifestation actually revealed itself to you? What if you had to feel, not self, to know you were going in the right direction? Without feeling the sting of the not self, would you even realize the magnificence of your creation? You are creating the end goal. You are creating the way to achieve that goal and you're finding a way to step into that big manifestation. If you didn't have the game piece of the not self, would you even see the realization of what you created with the reverence it deserves? When we experience the cycle of all emotional energy, it's like going through the experience of watching a riveting movie. When we experience a movie that has us on the edge of our seats, right? Like we're super invested. We feel what the actors feel. We cry when they experience something sad. We laugh when the energy is comical. You know, we're cheering for the accomplishments. We're even judging the parts we don't agree with. It's the same for us. 
Our lives are something we need to feel invested in. And overall, our life and our emotional energy is a movie playing itself out through us. We just don't know the end result of our own movie. And when we watch a movie on the big screen, we've probably watched, you know, spoilers or ads that give us, you know, kind of a sense of how the movie turns out. But we don't know the end result of our movie. Therefore, we just decide to not trust that it will turn out in our favor when really the opposite needs to be the case. We need to decide to trust that there is a higher level of intelligence operating through and with us so that the movie does turn out in our favor and beyond our wildest dreams. A great enthralling movie plays all of the game pieces. It has a good guy, you know, a villain, a hero. It has happy, sad moments, moments of resentment, frustration, disappointment, and elation and reverence all at the same time in the time span of two hours. Your movie is run over your entire lifetime. And the game piece of your not self has a role to play at different times in your movie. What you have to do is find ways of working with, transmuting, and leveraging these roles. You must develop a strategy for when the game piece of disappointment or any not self-emotional energy is felt comes to play. Any good strategy, you guys, always starts with acknowledgement of where you are in the present moment. You must first recognize when you are sitting in the energy of disappointment or any of your not-self themes. Starting right where you are, accepting that disappointment, frustration, anger, or your bitterness is in fact what you are experiencing is the first and most powerful step to moving out of it. A good plan of action after the acknowledgement of the not self energy would be to get curious. Ask the feeling of not self why it's there. What is it trying to teach you? What can you do to help it move through your aura? You can use this technique actually for any low frequency emotional energy that you do experience. It works in the exact same way because emotional energy is just energy in motion. So moving it through our aura is how we transmute and leverage it. Sometimes this emotional energy will need hours of contemplation, lots of self-care and even trauma release work. Other times, it will just take a few minutes of journal time or alone time. I think, honestly, it depends on how you decide to attach to the emotion in the moment and how you've been used to attaching to it in the past. 
attachment to emotional energy in the way that you do has just been a habit for you. And until you realize you actually have a choice around this and that you don't need to attach to it in the way that you have been, you will continue doing it in the same way. And it will continue to drive your results in your life in the same way as well. We have all been subject to attaching, judging, and making our emotional energy mean something, regardless of if you have been an emotional authority or not. It doesn't really matter if you're open or defined here. We have been conditioned to think that emotions are the things we guide our lives by. And in that sense, we have developed attachment to them instead of using them as information for ourselves. The feeling of not self is an energy of information. So after you've questioned and contemplated around the energy here, ask it to remove itself. I do this every day and I teach my clients to do this as well in many different ways, right? So one of the ways I'll tell you here in this podcast is to go ahead and separate yourself from anything in your awareness. So all social media, any other people in your environment. And um, I just ask that you spend between 20 and 30 minutes alone. And you ask yourself when you're alone, after about 10, 15 minutes of just sitting there quietly, you ask your highest self, the part of you that is your higher consciousness, is it even mine? Like literally I ask the question, is this mine? And then you wait and your higher awareness will answer you. And if it is yours, continue the process of inquiry and contemplation and movement of the energy. If it isn't yours, then simply ask for it to be released and ask for assistance in releasing it fully. The most important thing to do here is to listen. Your feeling of not self in the first place is given to you as like kind of a red flag, like a red light in the middle of a bunch of green lights. It is there for you to slow down, pay attention, and impart some patience on your situation. The universe and your highest, most expanded self are all co-conspiring to bring you exactly what you want. The feeling of not self is a momentary roadblock that even as lousy as it feels is there for you. It is carefully placed in your awareness by the intelligence that is only looking to deliver you the things that you say that you want. Oftentimes, I see the not self themes show up as our soul's way of trying to redirect us, getting us to reevaluate our desire, or to get us to recommit to what we want. It is a tried and true way for higher intelligence to get our attention and stop us from further disruptive activity or sabotage behavior we may be tending towards. It is never given to us to induce shame, 
guilt, or fear into our aura. We put that meaning on the way we experience the feelings of the not self all on our own. And again, that is a choice we make. When you choose to look at the feeling of not self through the lens of it being produced for you, now you can allow it to be a visitor in your aura space, not a permanent roommate. If experiencing your not self was the universe's way of getting you to recommit to your big desired result or your financial goal, would you find a way to do that? If sending you anger, frustration, or bitterness was source's way of alerting you of a wrong turn you made or were about to make, would you just start shaming and guilting yourself through it? Or would you stop and hold gratitude and compassion for its existence? I have felt disappointment, anger, frustration, and bitterness throughout my life. You know, all of the not-self themes, I realize, are experienced by us at all different times in different ways. And I feel like the reason we can all experience all the themes, even the themes of other energy types, is so that we can relate to them. The energy we have experienced ourselves gives us the ability to hold intimate compassion for when we witness others carry a version of it themselves. Feeling the energy of not self and experiencing it fully has allowed me to develop a relationship with the energy in a way that allows me to work with it. I no longer resist it, force it to go away, shame or guilt myself around it, or allow it to influence or distract me. I work with it. I allow it to teach me. I allow it to vibrate in my aura. And then I allow it to vibrate out. It always leaves me with insight I didn't have before, a sense of compassion and wisdom that will ultimately serve me and my fractal line even deeper. I find myself becoming more and more resourceful and persistent in finding my way towards realizing my manifestations and achievements. And I teach my clients to do the same. We learn that we can take the feelings of not self and use them as opportunities for our business and wealth creation. We look at the not self and we allow it to teach us, to guide us, and to redirect us. We trust that the not self is our soul's attempt to help us, even if it feels uncomfortable. We take the moments of experiencing the not self and move them into resourceful and persistence energy. We listen and we integrate what we learn from the not self. We then take aligned action based on what we have learned and we remain patient and gracious as the universe rallies around the action we take. This looks different for every energy type, but most of us resist cultivating patience. Patience is just something we can't avoid. Believe me, I have tried. We live in a human world where space and time is a thing to consider. So patience is one of the lessons 
we all have to learn. That is why most of us find ourselves trying to force or push our results into our lives because we haven't developed the patience we need in order to create them. And this past whole holiday week, I've been watching my kids. Like I spent a whole week with them under one roof and couldn't help but notice they are literally glued to the feeds of their social media. It's it's actually kind of insane. And I have a whole like part of my brain that like analyzed, wow, they are like in between us even taking turns in a game, they would go to their phone and start scrolling. It was like this immediate addiction attention thing that were going on. They they pers- they loved TikTok and Instagram. They those were the the media outlets that my kids chose to spend their time on. But have you noticed that the amount of attention that each piece of content is given is literally like seconds? And by watching and consuming this type of content, we are literally training our brains to have that kind of attention span. So our kids are growing up and you know maybe you can even relate to this in your generation with shorter attention spans. And your brains are developing a program that allows for it to be impatient, right? Because there's no need to be patient when you're getting content in seconds. And you're basically evaluating information in seconds. I mean, how can you actually know if the content you're reading or watching is for you if you've only been exposed for it, like I think it's between three and 10 seconds, And this is how we are training our brains. Our brains are being trained to consume content in an ultra fast way, develop an opinion or judgment on the value of that content. And then, then we think we need to go into action based on that opinion or judgment. And guys, this completely bypasses the energetic authority that we are given. This is not how we create the life and results we want in our business. It takes time to cultivate a vision, create a goal, and map out a manifestation. You are just impatient with your results because your brain has been trained to think that if you don't immediately get the results you want, you won't get them. It takes time to develop an emotion around the desire we have and to align our desires to our higher purpose and even more time to manage distractions and thoughts that come in to persuade us away from that desire. If we were all just meant to manifest and meet our goals immediately, we would be able to. And there's a lot of society and life right now that offers a big amount of instant gratification behind the scenes. Like, I get my water delivered and I'm so grateful that I don't even have to think about that process. It just comes whenever it even comes. I don't even know when it comes. I think it comes once a month maybe, but I just know that I always have water, but I don't have to think about having water because someone else thought about it for me. So there are ways we manifest things that are alive and bring them in by way of allowing others to step into their purpose, right? But my point is, is if we were meant for manifesting goals and achieving success and wealth and creating a business of of service, if it was meant to be quick, it would be. We are meant to use all of our energy, 
the thought energy, the will energy, the intuitive and life force and adrenaline and emotional energy to shape and form our physical experience. We need to create an access point to all of our energy, and this takes time and patience with ourselves. And if social media has you believing it is any other way than that way, get off of social media, right? We need social media to advertise our solution to the problem that we solve, you know, to get our message out to the world and to reach our fractal line. We do not need it to consume and train our brains to do the opposite of what we are energetically designed to do. I use lots of tools to enhance my patience energy and my persistence energy. One of them I just found a month ago. It's called the Brain Tap. And you guys can look this up online. I think it's www.brain, B-R-A-I-N, tap, T-A-P dot com. It's a meditation and brainwave entrainment device, and I've been using it consistently. I'm telling you, it's a game changer. And I recommend everyone get this. Like, and I do not have any paid sponsorship with this company. If they're listening, hopefully I will in the future for sure, because this is a game changer. You know, I'm always looking for ways to enhance my understanding of the energy work I do and the energy work that I help others learn and work with in their lives. And this is just one of those products that allows me to do so like every day, multiple times a day. So I will be recommending this. And when I can create it, I will be offering this to my private clients as well, because brain entrainment and thought energy management is huge. When you're trying to learn and integrate and work with your human design, managing your brain and having it work in a way that you you know, like in the beginning, we have to put a lot of work into training our brain to do a certain thing and and behave in a certain way. But if you just have it on autopilot doing those things, like your water is delivered every month or week, how much easier is it? How much freed up energy will you have to do the other things in your life? Any way that you can access the higher consciousness of your energy experience and get to know the subconscious aspect of your brain and work with it is a win in this game we are playing here. So use disappointment and any feelings of not self to teach you, to guide you, and allow you to find an energy of recommitment and persistence in yourself. Your persistence will be guided. Your commitment to your goal and manifestation sends a powerful frequency out into the universe to be supported, and your results will be inevitable. If you would like support in your own journey of creating wealth through your business, I currently have three spots open for one-on-one coaching. Now, this private container is a six-month-long relationship that is personally curated to meet your individual goals and needs. And a lot of you ask what this time commitment is and for all the details. And so I have put together like a Google Doc describing the experience as I see it now. 
And you can find that link in the show notes under learn more about private coaching, or you can just access your authority and decide that this is the container that is exactly the next step to getting you the results you want in your business and your life. So what I do know for sure is we start by learning your wealth codes, which means we access the energy that I am now coining wealth energy and we create strategy around it. We develop you as the brand of your business and put consistency and momentum behind your actions to make you the person and company your fractal line wants to pay. So we start coaching in February and we have your results by August, probably sooner, but literally within six months, you have the results you came in for. And this is currently the only offer I have. So as I recreate the wealthy and aligned process to serve you know, a greater quantity of my fractal line, my one-on-one personal guidance will just be less and less and, and less accessible. It's just the way it kind of works as you grow and scale a business. And having one-on-one guidance and support on your journey to wealth through alignment allows for you to navigate all the emotional energy of disappointment and not self and any low frequency stuff with purpose and intention, you know, and it ultimately saves you time and financial resources and allows for you to hit your desired results in record time, which reminds me of a quick story. I ended the year, like literally on December 30th, my accountant calls me. And just to keep this really short, I'll sum it up to say that he was once again floored by my numbers. And it sounded like he was like scurrying to find ways to funnel and move my money to ensure that like my tax repercussions were in line. And I just remember like, telling him the where I saw my business ending and what my numbers were actually going to be. And it just felt like no one believed me. When I said I would close my year at the amount that I did, it, it just felt like they were brushing me off. And here we are at the end of the year and he is reacting to what I'm sure for him is not ordinary profit from a one woman show business. And he's He's a, he actually made comments like, like as like, wow, and oh, you know, like, what do you do? What are you, like, what are you doing? And hey, that's fine, because I love to share the information of human design. So if he, you know, if people are looking at my income and they're thinking it looks like magic, I love, I would love to share with them that it could be the same for them as well. So it was kind of an interesting talk, but I tell you all of this to say that abnormal profit results can be normal. You just need to learn how to create them for yourself. And I can help you do that if you are ready. Abnormal profit results come from doing abnormal things consistently and with confidence. And your wealth codes help you do that, my friends. All right. Until next week, cheers to finding wealth through alignment.